You're saved by faith alone. That is against the word of God. You're trying to change the word of God. In Galatians 1, it says, whoever goes and preaches a different gospel than what has been preached, let him be accursed. Brody, you are accursed because you are going against the word of God. Then you've got the audacity to come back and talk about Abraham that way. Abraham was our great father of faith, a great man, a great patriarch, him and David, that you both criticized because you say they were in sin. Hello and welcome to Only One Truth. It's good to see you today and good to be with you. Listen, the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter days some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in a false pretense and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Today we're going to be talking about a fellow by the name of Vodi Bakum. This guy is a Baptist minister, calls himself at least, and I want you to hold on to your seats because wait till you hear what he says. Demonstrates that here in Romans chapter four. Abraham was not saved by anything he did. No one in the Old Testament was saved by anything that they did. There is only one way to be saved. There's never been another way to be saved. Fellas, you hear what he said? He said that Abraham was not saved by what he did. Now I want you to listen to the scripture in James chapter two. You tell me if what he's telling is, is the truth. It says in James chapter 2, verse 21, Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? The Bible said that he was made right, that he was saved by works. Matter of fact, it says in James chapter 2, verse 24, that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Listen to what the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 9. Jesus Christ is the author of eternal salvation to all that obey him. Obedience is necessary. He says it's not. He says you don't need to obey. My Bible in the scripture you just heard from me says that Jesus is the author of eternal salvation to all that obey him. You must obey him. That's why Jesus said, go and sin no more. Salvation is something that begins in the heart with repentance. Now, you're going to hear a lot of these preachers say things like what Bodhi is saying. And the reason is, is because they won't repent. They won't tell you to repent. How do you know that? Because he's going to continuously say that he's sinning and everybody else is sinning. This man is disqualified as a preacher or a minister. I don't care how many degrees he's got in seminaries or cemeteries or whatever you want to call it. My Bible says he's disqualified because in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2 says you must be blameless in order to be a teacher, preacher, or evangelist or any of those things. And it also says in Titus chapter 1 verse 5 through 9 you must be pure and holy. Therefore, God's qualifications for a minister is those pure, holy, and blameless. How is that sin dealt with? And one question that we, one answer that we want to give to that is, it, it, it seems to make sense, right? If sin is the problem, then, then not sinning is the answer. Amen? Well, that, that's the legalist response. Oh, my. Anytime Jesus said something, they want to come back and say, well, that's a legalist reply. When Jesus said, go and sin no more, 
He said, you, he said nothing, you shouldn't try not to sin. There's no answer to sin other than the grace because you can't do it. Why did Jesus say go and sin no more? He's saying you're a legalist if you do what Jesus said. Is that the most ridiculous thing have you ever heard? And the one he's quoting in Romans, in Romans chapter 4, is Paul. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 34, awake to righteousness and quit sinning. Oh, is that legalistic? No, that's obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17 and 18, judgment must begin at the house of God. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? You will be judged for your sin. Sin must stop or you will have the result of it, which is Romans 6, 23. The wages of sin is death. It's the only possible answer. Because when it comes to righteousness, you and I can't get there from here. Oh, my. Oh, my. Righteousness? Okay, let's talk about righteousness. He says we can't get there. If you go to Luke chapter 1 and verse 6, you're going to find two people there. You're going to find Zacharias and Elizabeth. This is, the, this is the mother and the father of John the Baptist. And it says here in, in Luke chapter 1, go there, and in verse 6, if you'll turn there with me just a minute, we're going to show you what that scripture actually says about living holy. It says there was Elizabeth and Zacharias. Verse 6 says they were both righteous. Oh, you can't get righteous. My Bible says they're righteous. Why won't this man admit that? He claims to be a big-time preacher, but he doesn't know the Word of God? And you're sitting there listening to him? Elizabeth and Zacharias lived here before even Christ was born, but before John the Baptist was born, and said they were both righteous before God. God said they were righteous. Walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. They were blameless. You know what, you know what David said? He's going to get to David a little while later. And you know what David said in, in Psalms 18, 20? He says that the Lord hath rewarded me according to my righteousness. Why? Because David had repented. And David didn't go back to the sin ever again. He stopped sinning, and he said, the Lord rewarded me according to righteousness. Well, Mr. Vody, I thought you said nobody could be righteous. My Bible says David was righteous, and he said the Lord rewarded him for that. And in verse, in verse eight, chapter 18, verse 20 through 24, it says, and I've kept myself from sin. Oh, well, let's go a little bit further. Let's go to Job chapter 1, verse 8. You know what Job chapter 1, verse 8, 8 says? This is God speaking. Who are you going to listen to, Vody or God? Okay, you got Vody here, you got God over here. This is what God says. Job was perfect and upright. Verse 21, Job did not sin. Vody, what are you saying? Job was not upright, was not perfect. He couldn't stop sinning, and he couldn't be righteous. Why in the world are you listening to this man? Listen to what God said. I didn't say that. God said that. And you're going to listen to him? These are false speeches. He needs to repent. He won't repent, and he won't tell you to repent because that is the doctrine of the devil is what he's preaching. My, my Bible tells me in 2 John chapter 1 and verse 9, he says that if any man doesn't preach what Jesus Christ preached, if any man transgresses, he sins and does not continue in the teachings of Jesus Christ. What's the teachings of Jesus Christ? Go and sin no more. He said, that, he said don't even have anything to do with it. He does not 
know God. He does not, does not have God. But if any man continues in Christ's teaching, he had both the Father and the Son. It says, with that person, don't even let him into your house. Neither bid him God speak, because if you bid him God speak, you are a partaker of his evil deed. In other words, you, you supporting this man, if you listening to this man, you're going to be cursed too. Because the Bible says don't even give him God's speed. Don't be a partaker of his evil deed because you, you're a partaker of his evil deed. You'll get to be a partaker of what the plagues that's coming upon him. Anything other than faith, he ain't saved. Because he was, he was not the most obedient man. Watch what he said. Last time I checked, if you lie and tell somebody that that's your wife I mean. is your sister when she's actually your wife, that's not righteousness. That's a lie. Hey, amen. No, no, amen. Last time I checked, if you go into a woman who's not your wife and have a child with that woman who's not your wife, that's not righteousness, that's adultery. It's called him a lying adulterer. Amen, somebody. So Abraham was a lying adulterer. That's no amen for me. Amen, somebody? There's no amen for me because that is a bald-faced lie is what you're doing. Let's back up. First of all, you said that you're saved by faith alone. My Bible tells me, look at it in James chapter 2 at verse 24, that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. Did you hear that? Not by faith alone. What is he saying? You're saved by faith alone. That is against the word of God. You're trying to change the word of God. In Galatians 1, it says, whoever goes and preaches a different gospel than what has been preached, let him be accursed. Brody, you are accursed because you are going against the word of God. Then you've got the audacity to come back and talk about Abraham that way. Abraham was our great father of faith, a great man, a great patriarch, him and David, that you both criticize because you say they were in sin. First of all, you need to read your Bible. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 17 and verse 1, it says, When Abraham was 99, was 90 years old and not nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am the Lord God, walk before me and be thou perfect. God told Abraham to be perfect. You know what Abraham did? He obeyed God. He was perfect. And Bible says that if he did this, he would make a covenant with him and he would bless all nations through him. And the nations did. All the nations came to him and they were all, all nations admired Abraham. The prophecy came true. Why? Because he was perfect. Second of all, you accused him of not, of Sarah not being his sister. If you go to Genesis chapter 20 and verse 12, it says, and yet indeed she is my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. And God had put on his heart when he went out and going through Abimelech and through all those lands and for these different kings, he, God put on his heart to tell them that she was his sister. He did not lie. She was his sister, and you saying he wasn't. She wasn't. You are lying, and you're lying to the people. People, you need to listen up to this. You need to quit hearing this guy. He's lying to you. Then he tells you, that he calls him a, a, a lying adulterer. He didn't commit adultery. God permitted it back then because that wasn't the law of Moses. There was the law of the conscience of God. And God permitted them to have more than one wife then. And Sarah even knew, and she's the one who told him to go into Hagar. It was not considered adultery at that time. So you are lying twice about this. How dare you say that? I want you folks to turn with me to John chapter 8. I want to show you something that's really, really, really important here. God is speaking, and he's talking about being free from sin, that Bodhi says you never can be free from sin. 
My Bible tells me God said in whom the Son sets free, he's free indeed. He said in John 8, 34, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. I'm no more a slave to sin. You know why? Because I did what Jesus said. I repented of my sins. Bodie, that's what you need to do. You need to repent of your sins. You won't do that, though, because you want to make up some false doctrine and say you're imputed righteousness in your sin. You're going to go to hell in your sin. You don't go to heaven and sin. How can you be of the devil? My Bible says in 1 John 3, 8, that if you sin, you're of the devil. You can't go to heaven and be of the devil. You can't go to heaven and be cursed. But look at here. Jesus says this, in whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Watch what he's telling them. They begin to ask about Abraham. Look what Jesus says about Abraham. He says this in verse 39, then answered, he said to them, Abraham, they said, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Whoa! What, they would go be adulterers and liars if they were children of Abraham? What is Jesus talking about doing the works of Abraham? Do you know why? Because Jesus was saying Abraham was no liar. He was no adulterer. He was the great man and great patriarch of Israel. How dare you call him a liar and an adulterer? That's the greatest one of the greatest men of God that ever lived. And my Jesus said, you need to do the works of Abraham. Why? Because Abraham walked perfectly before God. And then you come on David and do the same thing. Sure, David sinned in the past, but he repented something you need to do. You need to repent and turn from your sins. That's what it means to depart from sin. But you won't depart from them because you're hiding under a cloak of a false doctrine that's telling you that you've got imputed righteousness. You don't have imputed righteousness until you repent. Without repentance, there's no imputed righteousness. How dare you talk about these patriarchs? Who are you to do that in your sin? My Bible tells me in Isaiah chapter 59, 1 and 2, that the Lord's hand is not short that it cannot save, neither is ear heavy that it cannot, that, that it cannot hear. But the Lord, because of your sin, he hath hid his face from you. Because of your sin, he will not even hear your prayer, Bodhi. You cut your sin, he's not hearing your prayer. Don't you follow this man. I'm telling you with all the passion and all the heart and all the love I could possibly get out of me. This man breaks my heart because I can't stand when somebody comes against great men of God like that and comes and speaks that evil of them and makes these false accusations when you're living in sin yourself. People, you've got to get away from these kind of people that are saying this. You've got to listen to what Jesus said. Go back to what Jesus said and go and sin no more. God bless you, that's all I can say. My heart is broken over this. Please come out from that. Please get away from people like this. I plead with you in Jesus. God bless you.